Hi, Minimal Moves. It's me again. This week, or rather, this recording, because who knows, we might have another recording towards the end of the week. I wanted to talk to you about five things to declutter if you're not a minimalist. As goes every minimalist YouTube podcast, whatever you might get your minimalist info from, um, they always have this long list of 50 things you can declutter right now, or 20 things to declutter this fall, and that's great, and I love watching those. Trust me, it's very satisfying. But if you don't really consider yourself a seasoned minimalist, like I don't, I find that thinking about decluttering 50 things could potentially be overwhelming as much as it could be exciting. So I wanted to encourage you to pick up your phone, your earbuds, whatever it is that you're using to listen to this, or your computer, you know, you might be stronger than I am, (laughs) Um, and try to declutter five things that you can easily pick up right now. So here are kind of five categories that are the easiest thing that I found um, to declutter. And obviously this might be different for you throughout this podcast. I will be dropping more ideas on how to declutter. So I'm trying out this thing where I'm going to ask you to subscribe. Um, Obviously, don't do it if you don't want to, um, but if you are amenable to hearing my voice once every so often talk about minimalist-related things, I'd appreciate that. Um, I'm a very, very small podcast, so I appreciate truly every single one of you listening to this. So, let's get started. The first thing I'm thinking about is freebies. Um, This includes trinkets from trips, um, keychains, um, any free pens that you've gotten, free stickers, tags. I go to university, so this is all around the place for me, and this might be different um, if you live in a household, but I imagine you would have magnets, you would have clips, you would have flyers, uh, even discounts. Um, There are these things that I think we hang on to because they were free, because They have so much potential. Um, No matter what you do with them, they're always exponentially increasing in their value in a way because you got them for free. But actually, they take up space. They are visual clutter, of course, but they're also mental clutter. And that's kind of what I am aspiring to get rid of in my own life is the additional mental clutter that things bring. So I'd encourage you to kind of do away with any of these things. If it's like a pen and if you have an office that you work at or if you um, work at a restaurant, then bring it into work and make sure that someone else can derive value from it. Obviously, don't bring it into a space that doesn't need. If your work has 200,000 pens already, don't bring in pens. But if there are ways you can put them to use, if you can donate it to a nearby school that you know needs pens, um, that's always a great thing to do. I know some shelters um, take some supplies as well, so definitely check those out um, if you can in your neighborhood. And um, also on this note, I'll talk about this a bit later um, down the road in my podcast. I have like 25 weeks of podcast topics lined up and I'm so, so excited. But um, there is definitely an aspect of sort of holiday gifts. Like what do you do with gifts that you receive that you love so much because that person thought about you, but then you don't know what to do. That will be forthcoming. I don't know if that's exactly a freebie, but I just also wanted to give you that an idea as well um, because sometimes appreciating something is not to keep it in your space. Moving on, second idea is trinkets, knickknacks, 
and tchotchkes, I think they're called. I love that word, um, but they're not necessarily the best thing to always have in your space. Um, that could be something you got on your trip to Greece. I've never been to Greece, but I wish I had. Um, or on your, you know, trip to Paris, you picked up this book that you're never going to read. Or on your trip to, I don't know, um, Maine, I think they're known for blueberries. Uh, sorry if I'm wrong, but... You know, there are so many cool things that are specialized to different parts of the world, parts of the country, parts of your state, parts of your prefecture, and keeping those in memory um, or in digital form. And I know digital clutter is another another issue, um, but I'm an advocate for keeping things in your photos and um, different photo albums. Um, I'm a person who actually goes back and looks at them um, when I'm like, I don't know, when I have extra time. Um, and enjoy those memories. So for me, that's something that... And the audio cut off. I'm back now, talking about tchotchkes, knickknacks, trinkets. Um, even if you did spend a couple dollars on them, um, even if they add some flavor to your fridge, they might not be necessarily the most practical thing to have. Say, there might be a bit of a flouncy beer opener or pen again or a magnet um bookmark postcard whatever it is really think about if you're making a use out of it um you don't need to forever hang on to these things just to remember where you were um oftentimes remembering where is not as important as who what happened and those things can stay with us um in other forms so i'd encourage you to Use digital options. Talking about it with friends is always a fun way. Call that friend that you went to, I don't know, Paris with and catch up. Um, so that's what I would recommend. Moving on to item number three. So that's ideal me items. I know this is also very talked about. Um, it's things like clothing, um, especially sports gears or workout items, um, any hobby items. So that could include like painting supplies, sewing supplies, Anything like that. Um, craft supplies are often something, or musical instruments. Um, these things can take up a lot of space and may not bring you joy, actually may um, make you sad or upset. Um, I know that I, in terms of workout gear, I'm lucky that I go to school, so I have ways to force myself to use those. But um, I also, in terms of clothing, um, they weren't necessarily ideal me clothing. I know that for a lot of folks, it's either I want to be thinner, I want to be curvier, or I want to be this other body image that society tells us that we should be or that you personally want to be. And that's so complicated. And there's so many layers to that. This is a really tricky part um, for me uh, personally, because I come from a very conservative sort of culture in a way um i have i have have had pieces of clothing that i don't do not want to wear but that i have because it kind of fit that value set recently i got rid of a lot of them um i'm kind of you know we'll see where things go if i go back to my home country but till then um i've kind of tried to really filter out this clothing that doesn't really bring joy to me at all it reminds me of the body image standards um and gender norms that exist that i don't like at all um that I grew up with so I would encourage you to declutter this mostly for the emotional lo load obviously if this is you know if you're pregnant and your body is changing or if you know that your body weight fluctuates anything like that obviously please keep those um but this is just for those ideal me items that brings weight and not joy into your life um 
Next is fancy things. That's the fourth item. So this could be your fancy china that you keep in the china cabinet. Think about it. Like if you don't use anything in that cabinet, do you really need that cabinet at all to begin with? Um, fancy things could be a dress. I do have my prom dress. I'm trying to figure out what the best thing to do with it is, and I have had Insta polls and try to figure out what other people do. Um, I might sell it. Um, but honestly, it's so precious to me, and it's. It, I I might hang on to it. <laughs> I know that's not minimalist. But I have recently gotten rid of a lot of uh, fancy occasion dresses. I went to boarding school. Um, I can talk a bit more about that down the road. I think um, I was very fortunate to have the circumstances, including scholarship to attend. Um, but anyway, we had a lot of very fancy occasions. Um and I did accumulate a good number of fancy clothing that just in college, I never ever had the opportunity to wear. I still have more than I need, but um, I've realized that that's probably going forward, not going to be ever as necessary again. So they're going out um, and I hope that someone else really enjoys them because honestly, I love fancy clothing items and I was so sad to get rid of them. So Moving on, um, old books. So this can be textbooks, notebooks. Oh my goodness, I had such a bad habit of keeping textbooks and notebooks and I would ship them home, which is kind of ridiculous because obviously I won't reference them if they're home, everything like that. But no matter where you live, chances are you're probably going to never again reference them or if you do, you can find that information online. Um, so think about donating them to your younger family members, um, or rather handing them on to younger family members or friends, um, giving them or selling them if you can, um, sending them back to wherever they uh, came from, whether it's like a bookstore, if that's an option, I don't know. Uh, okay, we're back. Picture books. Um, so that can be donated to your local preschool or after school care center or anyone you know who babysits, honestly. Um, think about all the heavy paperwork that exists um, in all these categories, freebies, trinkets, ideal me items, fancy things, old books. They can take up a lot of space and be a huge weight when you have to move um, or even just looking around your house, looking into your garage. So I would highly encourage you to look through these items and see if there's something you can move out of your space. So that's it for the five categories of things to declutter if you're not a minimalist. These aren't really the essentials that you sort of look towards um, that you would expect a minimalist to have decluttered. Um, for me, things that come to my mind are like having a minimal makeup collection, having a minimal uh, body care routine, having a minimal uh, basics collection for clothing, things like that. So... While that's something I'm moving towards, um, these are also some key categories that I think you can constantly look towards to declutter, especially an easy place to start because these are not necessarily your daily necessities that you're going to every day. So I hope this was helpful. I apologize for the choppy quality um, because I'm trying out a new recording setup. May abandon this depending on how this podcast turns out. But for now, um, thank you so much for joining me in this podcast um next up i'll be talking probably about ways to not follow the minimalist trend um this is something that's really important to me so i hope you tune in then hit subscribe or whatever button follow there is um on the platform you listen to if you enjoy this i'd highly highly appreciate it um and until next time i look forward to seeing you then
Bye, minimal moves.